With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Michael Stampley, you take my life. Holiness, holiness is what I long for. That was excellent coming from Pastor Micah Stampley. That was awesome, awesome, awesome. Welcome tonight to Learner's Lounge Thursday. It is Thursday, September the 29th, 2022, and we are currently in the Apple Valley studio tonight. We are so elated that you could join us tonight. We are just very truly elated as we usher in the spirit tonight with the word of God. We're just so grateful that you are here to join us here on the radio station here in Apple Valley. So please don't forget that if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you're more than welcome to leave it on any of our platforms. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, email, and different other sources. You can even call in and listen in directly here on the air at 818-668-5428. You can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Blessings by Grace Radio, and you're able to listen to us there. Or check out any other podcasting sites like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. We're on a ton of different podcasting sites. Just look us up, and you'll find us everywhere. So we are so grateful that you could be here tonight to join us. As, like I said, we usher in the Spirit of God. Just such an elated time for you to be here on the air tonight. Thank you for joining us, all of those of you in Radio Lab. We truly appreciate it more than you will ever know. Thank you so much. And if you know anybody who could learn a thing or two from the Bible, please don't hesitate to share with them that we are on the air tonight live. And now it is time for now it is time for Inspiration Thursday and we're just so elated to you that you could be here on the air with us tonight and now this is my portion of the show where I just try to inspire you with things that I find just want you to know that we are appreciative of you and it is time for Thursday so tonight keeping up with the song and the theme of what we have been talking about countless of times we have been having this topic within the last several weeks here on the show talking about holiness, and I want to talk about that right now. Just a little bit um, about holiness. I think it's important to keep up with what we have been talking about and just going forward, letting you guys know what holiness is, what it means, and things of that magnitude and that nature. So to me, holiness is having a pure 
purified relationship with God, first and foremost, before anything. I think that that is a major necessity to walk closer with him, to have that relationship with him. I think that's, like, really important, and that is very relatable. I think that when you build a relationship with Christ, you do have the awesome opportunity to be with him, to know of him, of him. I think that's really important. And he did give us that comforter, which is ushering in the Holy Spirit. So I do believe that that is really um, why holiness is important. I think holiness is building a strong foundation. I believe that when we build holiness, I believe that we have a chance to build a relationship with God to whatever capacity you believe. This is to whatever capacity that you believe in. That is where you have the opportunity to usher in that spirit. Absolutely you do. And when we talk about holiness, there are some first fruits to see how holiness can make and for you to have a blessing and a decree. Now, when we talk about what is holiness, And how does holiness give you a pure purpose? So when we ask about how is it giving you a a pure purpose, well, I always tell you guys to talk to God and figure out what is your real destination, what is your purpose, what is God calling you to do. I can't tell you what he's called on you to do, but what you can do is you can pray about it and find out where God has you in his kingdom. That is something that you can do, and that would literally get you where you would want to be. Now, in in key scriptures here when we talk about holiness, and I promise this will all tie together, but just remember I'm not the teacher nor the preacher. I just want to inspire you. The Bible has several scriptures on holiness, and it all ties into you asking God where do you fit in the kingdom and how he can give you gifts that you can utilize for the betterment. Now, in First Peter, the first uh, chapter, verses 13 through 16, Peter writes to believers, therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts which were yours in your ignorance, but like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behavior, because it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Now, Peter was quoting all this from from Leviticus, the 11th chapter, verses 44, and the 19th chapter, verses 2. Now, let's first look at God's holiness. What does it mean that God is holy? Passages like 1 Samuel 2 and 2 and Isaiah 6 and 3. Those are just two of the many examples of passages about God's holiness. Another way to say it is, it is, would be absolute perfection. God is unlike any other. And we know that because if we read the Old Testament, Hosea chapter 11, verse 9, and his holiness is the essence that is of the otherness. His very being is completely absent of even a trace of sin. James chapter 1, verse 13, and Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18, those are both from the New Testament. He is high above any other, and no one can compare to him, Psalms 40 and 5. God's holiness pervades his entire being and shapes all of his attributes. His love is a holy love, his mercy is a holy mercy, and even his anger and wrath are holy anger and holy wrath. These concepts are difficult for humans to grasp. 
just as God is difficult for us to understand in his entirety. Now, what does this mean for us to be holy? This is where we get a chance to understand it and almost to wrap it up. When God told Israel to be holy in Leviticus 11 and 19, he was instructing them to be distinct from the other nations by giving them specific regulations to govern their lives. Now, with Israel, that was God's chosen nation. We all know that Israel was the chosen people, the chosen nation. This is why he rescued them from Pharaoh. Now, also, God has set them apart from all the other groups in the nations. They are his special people, and consequently, they were giving standards that God wanted them to live by so the world would know they belonged to him. Also, they were to set the example for us. Now, when Peter repeated the Lord's words in 1 Peter 1 and 16, he was talking specifically to believers, not unbelievers, but believers. As believers, we need to be set apart from the world unto the Lord. We need to be living by God's standards, not by the world's standards, not by man, but what God has us living. God isn't calling the world. We need to live out the reality in our day-to-day lives. Also, God is not calling us to be perfect, but to be distinct from the world. What does that mean? He wants us to be different because if we're following in God's footsteps and his path that he has for our life, we're distinct and we are different from the world. 1 Peter 2 and 9 describes believers as a holy nation. In fact, again, we are separated from the world, and we need to live up the reality each and every day of our lives, which Peter told us to do so in 1 Peter, the first chapter, verses 13 through 16. And finally, how can we become holy? This is where it all ties in. Holiness only results from a right relationship with God. That's why I keep telling you, talk to God, figure out where he has you in his kingdom, ask him what he wants you to do, Figure out how you and God can be close-knit and have a right relationship. You have to believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, accepting his gift, God's gift of eternal life, because God did promise everlasting life, or some people say eternal life. If we have not placed our faith in God's Son alone to save us from our sins, then our pursuit of holiness will be in vain. It already is in vain. Not could be in vain, not should be in vain, but it is in vain already. So we must first make sure we are born again believers. Now that stems from John three sixteen. There's also other scriptures about repentance like Acts two and four, um, Acts two and thirty eight. There's so many different scriptures out there that are pertaining to how you should be saved and of course for believers and things like that. Now if we are true believers, then we recognize that our position in Christ automatically sets us apart from the world. Let me tell you this as I'm closing. So when you give your life to God and when you wholeheartedly give your life to God and you believe you are saved and you've repented for your sins as genuine as you know how to do it, now you have this relationship with God. That was already there. You just didn't know how to manifest it and how to bring it out, right? But now that you know because you've been at church and you've heard your preacher or your pastor or whoever the speaker or inspiration person is telling you about coming to Christ, now you've learned. And now what you have to do is you have to put Everything into action. God is about action. So it's not just saying something. You have to do something. It's about showing something. When God died on the cross, when Jesus, he sent a piece of himself down here down the cross. When Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that was an act. We saw that. We felt when he died on the cross. He died innocent man. 
so we would have a second opportunity for the Lamb Book of Life. And what is the Lamb Book of Life? It is where our name is written, that God is pleased with everything we've done here on this very earth that we are on right now. If you're in Radio Land, you're on the earth. Is God pleased with you tonight? Are you accepting eternal life? Are you accepting him into your heart? Are you ready to ask him, where do you see fit for me to be in the kingdom? And also, are you ready to receive his gifts of the Holy Ghost? And are you acceptable with holiness and that comforter that will never leave us nor forsake us? Ask yourself those questions. And after all, we have a relationship with the living true God. Then we must daily Live a life set apart, not trying to blend in with the world. Let me tell you, you don't want to be like everybody else. Don't be a copycat. Be an original person to yourself. But instead of living according to God's word as we study the Bible and grow in it, this is what we want to do. We want to live according to God's word. We want to study the Bible. We want to grow and we want to learn. So when we're talking about holiness, this is something so pertinent to your relationship and walk with Christ. Please read over these scriptures for yourself because I'm not the teacher nor the preacher. I just try to inspire you on what I think is for inspiration. So thank you for listening tonight. Hopefully something I said inspired you. Now it's time for the man of the hour who will not only inspire us tonight, he will break down the religious barriers, hopefully within holiness. He will break down the word, and it will answer some of your desire and burning questions about holiness. So get out your school um, notebook and your pencil. Get out your Bible, and let's get ready to learn. Welcome to the lounge. God bless you guys. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. God bless everybody, and thank you for Inspiration Thursday. God bless you in Radio Land tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank God for this Thursday night. We're coming back to you uh, to bring you nothing but the Word of God. We thank the Lord for inspiration tonight. Tonight, my granddaughter has already brought the message for me, but we're just going to touch and agree with it in Jesus' name tonight. Amen. We are are speaking, amen, about wholeness. Amen. God told me, amen, is to take this series of wholeness Amen, and we've been on the phone. This is the fourth uh, section, amen, that we've been talking about holiness. Holiness is so necessary, amen, is to be understood because holiness, amen, is of Jesus Christ. And uh, we started, amen, in, 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 in the very beginning. Let me briefly, amen, uh, what is holiness? We talked about what is holiness. And you can go back and review these things, amen. Uh, And our second amen uh, statement was the necessity of holiness. Now, tonight, praise the Lord, we are going to speak on, praise the Lord, uh, holiness of God. Holiness of God. Holiness belongs to the Lord. Thank God, amen, tonight, amen, we can say amen. The Lord is sharing his holiness with us. That means, amen, we have to come out from among them and be separated, says the Lord. Come out from what? Come out from the world. The thing that, amen, uh, can cause us to sin, amen, 
can cause our soul to be contaminated. The Lord, amen, is telling us to come out from among these things and be ye separated. And that's what holiness, amen, the holiness of God will do for us. We can't do it on our own, amen. We can't we can't work for holiness, amen. Uh, you got to live a holy life after having the experience of really being born again. Uh, we're going to come from uh, tonight and speak about holiness from the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, verse 1 through 8. And it reads and says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting up on a throne, high and lifted up, and his twain filled the temple. Above it stood the serpent. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then says I, Woe is me, for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. There flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from the tongue from off the altar, and he laid it up on my mouth and says, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin is purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for me, go for us? Then says I, here am I, send me. John 1, 5 through 7 says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declared unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and walking in darkness, we lie, and do not have the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all of our sins. The holiness of God. There is nothing like the holiness of God, and it is unexplainable to me in my little mind, amen. I, I just know he's holy. He's pure. He's undefiled. And he is God. Ideal, amen, is telling us, amen, that 
in the year, amen, the king of the I died, amen, he says, I saw also the Lord. Now, in that year of time, amen, that king of the I died, Isaiah was worshiping, amen, in the temple. And he was serving, amen, Uzziah, and thought that he was living a righteous life as he was serving the king. But it's in the year that king Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. Now, when he saw the Lord, he saw him in a totally different perspective than what he did when he was just serving Uzziah. He saw him, amen, in holiness. He saw him above filthiness. He saw him in righteousness. Isaiah had never seen him like that before. He says the Lord was, the Lord sitteth upon a throne, and he was high and lifted up. He was high, and he was lifted up above the prejudice of mankind. Above deceit, above dishonesty. When you see the Lord, if you are in this world today, you have a whole new outlook in life than what you are viewing right now. I feel we could say was in church as we are today. And in this scenario, it was so beautiful, amen, and the train filled the temple. The train filled the temple. And above it, the seraphims. These was not just angels, but these were special dedicated angels that God had. They were seraphims, and each one had six wings. And with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. When these surfing was in the presence of God, showing you how powerful a man holding his ears, they had to cover themselves. Otherwise, they had they had spindle like God, but they didn't have no match like God because Amen. All the glory of God is beyond understanding. They covered themselves from head to toe. You know, that makes me think about today. Even a man in the presence of God today, men that got attached so much until the presence of God does not really mean too much to mankind. They can see the movement of the Holy Spirit. They can feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost, and still they won't give reverence and honor to him. Oh, but when you really know him, Isaiah thought that he knew the Lord. As many today, they think that they know the Lord. The Bible says such the scripture, for in them you think you have eternal life. He said, but they are they, talking about the scripture itself, that testifies of me. 
And one cried unto another, one of these surfing, one of these dedicated, loyal angels, amen, cried out one, cried to the other one. And what they say, they say, amen, he's holy. He's set apart from everything else. He's holy. That's beyond my understanding. He is holy. He's worthy to be reverend. My God, my God, my God. He's worthy is to be served. Here Isaiah, amen, was in a state, amen, that he really didn't know the Lord when other was living. Other died. And then he got a glimpse of who God was. Who is it in your life that you are worshiping and got them setting up on a pinnacle that you can't see God for seeing other? There are many others in our lives today, but you better see Jesus. And when you see him, you're going to see him in righteousness. You're going to see him in holiness. His characteristics, his whole nature is holy. As this dramatic thing was going on, he said, and one crying unto another, and it said, he's holy, he's holy, he's holy, is the Lord of hosts. I'm talking about your Lord and my God. He is holy. The holiness of God, God does not change. God does not change. He didn't come into holiness. He always has been holy. And he's trying to bring his people into holiness. The Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. The whole earth is full of God's goodness. Everywhere you look, you can see the glory of the Lord. The heaven declare the glory of the Lord. And the firmament shows his handwork. So we're talking about the holiness of God. Not only, man, uh, God is his holiness, but he made a statement and says, Be ye, talking to now his people, be ye holy. Be like me. Be ye holy, for I am holy, and holiness without no man shall see the Lord. First Peter 1, 5 and 16 says, But as he which has called you is holy. Come on. He amen, the one that has called you, out of darkness into this marvel light. He is holy. He is righteous. He is just. He has called you. Now, if you respond to the calling of Jesus Christ, you must 
be like him. And in order to be like him, that comes through a repentance. And it comes through a man, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I'm sorry, Lord, for my sins. And let the frolic ground in your life that you've been playing on be broken up. Be as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner, in all manner of conversation. Your, your conversation ought to remain holy no matter who or what you are going through, where you are, amen, or what your surrounding is. Your conversation ought to remain holy. All right, get product. Get foolishness. It ought not be that way. Your conversation ought not, amen, end up in filthy. Amen. Your conversation ought to be holy no matter where it's at, amen. In the jailhouse, in the White House, in the outhouse. Everywhere it's at, it ought to be holy. Because it is written... Be ye holy, for I am holy. The Lord, amen, when he coming back. Beloved, to every born-again believer, he's coming back at a people's, a holy people, not a denomination of people, but he's coming back after a people, a holy people that is following his commandments. It doesn't make, amen, what, no different what denomination we are under. Denomination can't save us. So you ought not build your faith upon a denomination, but you ought to build your faith upon Jesus Christ and his holiness. That's our righteous judge and our God. And as I, as I, as I, praise the Lord, was sad. Praise the Lord at that time. When, praise the Lord, uh, 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 Isaiah was sad when Uzziah had died. Missed one of his loyal friends and missed one of them, uh, missed his king. That was his king. But amen, today, King Jesus is our king. And we ought to praise the Lord, respect our king, and give gratitude, amen, to our king for what he has done on Calvary. If any man be in Christ Jesus, the Bible teaches us and that all things has passed away. And behold, all things has become new. All of them haven't developed yet because we are growing. But God is holy from the moment that we accept him until the time that we die. If we allow him to live within our lives, he is holy. Holiness is very important today according to the scripture of God. 
God proclaimed himself to be holy and admonished his people that they too must be holy. God is telling you, amen, and I and every believer today, be holy. When you're holy, you cannot do the thing that your flesh wants you to do. When you're holy, you got to deny yourself. You got to deny the very desires of the flesh if you are holy. Even as he is, even as he is holy, we must also be holy. The scripture plainly declares, follow peace with all men. Follow peace. Don't be a confusion. Don't follow peace, amen, people, amen, that is causing confusion. But follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. If you ain't holy, you ain't going to see the Lord. Hebrews 12 and 14, think of it. Think of it if you haven't set yourself apart from this world. Now, there are many claiming Jesus Christ. And they have quit some things in life, but they ain't quit all those deeds in life that they know they're supposed to quit. You ain't going to see Jesus. You are not going to see Jesus. Ninety-nine and a half will not do. We got to make a hundred in order to see Jesus. Therefore, we have a mandate for a personal request of God's holiness. However, in order for us to be holy, even in the measure, we must first come to understand and appreciate of the holiness of God. We, amen. And first, first of all, amen, in order to be holy, you've got to come to understand who God is. And appreciate his holiness. Oh, God knows do I appreciate his holiness. It shows me how to live, how to save, and not be entangled with the yoke of bondage. He has delivered me, my God, and I have no intention of going back, amen, and be entangled with the yoke of bondage anymore. An understanding of holiness of God must be based up on the knowledge of who he is and the essential of his nature. Do you understand who God is? Do you really? You, is that word just coming out of your mouth? He's God, he's God, but you don't really understand who he is. You don't really understand his nature. Once we began to grasp the, the, this truth, we will grow in appreciation of his holiness and began to relate to and even receive his holiness in some measure unto our own life. When we understand his holiness, we, will, we want to be like him. Oh, yeah, we want to be like him. When we really understand his holiness. Isaiah 
Amen. Did not understand the wholeness of God until King Uzzah died. Oh, praise the Lord. Many folks is in different denominations. I hate to say it, but then I don't hate to say it. They're going along, amen, with the segment and the tradition, amen, of those churches. And they don't, they don't, they talk about God, but they don't know holiness. They don't know holiness. They're still blind like Isaiah was before. What is it going to take for you to open up your eyes? It'll let you know you've got to be like Jesus. Not like Dr. Moore said, but you've got to be like Jesus. I'm trying daily, every day of my life, to be more like Jesus. And that is I have to deny my old flesh, crucified. Live a righteous life, not some days, but every day, amen, that God's foul means to live, I have to live a righteous and a holy life unto the Lord. He said, Bishop, that's too hard. When you know the nature of God and you know the realness of God, it ain't too hard. It's hard, and his ways is hard to a transgressor. But it's not hard to a believer that don't mind surrendering all of their heart, mind, and soul, and body unto him. Talking about holiness. This is possible because the scripture reveals, amen, uh, that his holiness comes to us through the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Now, his holiness comes to us through the infilling. When he, when he comes and he fills us with the Holy Ghost. It has been said, amen, that now when you accept Jesus Christ, Amen. You don't receive the fullness of God. Don't don't you take that to be true. You have not received the fullness of God. You may have accepted him as your Lord, amen, and your Savior by faith. But then you have not, amen, been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongue as the Spirit of God give utterance. You have not Amen. Receive the fullness of God. Such your scripture. See what the word of God says. The concept and view on how, amen, holiness of God is applied in our life. It ranges from the exterior of the precept to another. It is essential that we begin with a true understanding of his holiness. Moreover, since we are alive in a critical hour of human history, it is incurable upon God's people to appreciate God's holiness and salvation and to Maintain a walk of holiness as we appreciate the closeness of this age. We all appreciate, amen, walking with God in holiness in this age. As this age is beginning to play from among us, you ought to walk with the Lord daily. More and more you ought to be wanting to be like the Lord. 
Don't be satisfied, amen, where you are. I don't care how, uh, how well, amen, the power of God may come upon you and how you may speak in tongues, but don't you rest up on that. Don't get satisfied. Get closer. Draw nigh unto the Lord, and he will draw nigh unto us. God holiness is not related to human righteousness, which is which it is true that God called man to righteousness, and man viewed in the direction is commendable. The Bible declares that man righteousness is as filthy rays. Isaiah 64 and 16. Man righteousness, man theory, man theologians, amen, is as filthy rags in the eyesight of the Lord. It's about Jesus and his righteousness. Man righteousness. Man has tried to come in and infiltrate and, and set up his own righteousness today and trying to tell people, amen, that all they have to do is just repent, and they say, that's man righteousness. God didn't say that. First of all, amen, Jesus says amen. Peter says amen. Repent. That's what he told you to, amen, to tell the people when they come to Jesus. Repent, every one of you, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, forgiveness of the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues, as the Spirit of God give us utterance. Oh, praise the Lord. The whole idea of God's plan for man redemption, it assumes, amen, that man himself must be charged by the power, changed by the power. He's going to take, amen, the power of the Holy Ghost is to change us. You can't change your own self. You're not good enough. It takes the Holy Ghost is to change you and to purify the purities of God. This does not imply, man, that certain vision, standards, or behavior, and dress are not required. Of Christian. Yeah, there is a standard of Christian dressing right. There is a standard, amen, that when we go into the house of the Lord, we ought to go in there, amen, in a way that the Lord would not be ashamed to look upon us for our outward appearance of the clothes that we're wearing. And when I mean wearing, not exactly the clothes, amen, but the, uh, the, the shortness of the dresses and the tightness of our trousers. Amen. God, look upon all of that. Yes, I know the Bible teaches us, amen, we ought to dress modest. But we done kind of forgot that today. We dress as we see please. And many of us don't care what others think about it. The motivation behind, amen, such practice is the key. Indeed, amen, an effort to be more like God and more obedient to his word are noted of God. When a person is inspired by the holiness of God to submit to God, 
in his holiness, God is well pleased. God is well pleased when you obey him. When you obey him, not rebel against his word, but when you fulfill his word, God is well pleased. Remind me of the scripture says, Amen, in him I am well pleased. Jesus obeyed, amen, the Father, and ever since, amen, that there was, he said, in him I am well pleased. How many of us can you think, amen, can he say that about us today? Is he is he really well pleased? Holiness will make you, amen, can be well pleased in the sight of the Lord. God bless you, God. God is well pleased. However, when an individual allows such activity to breed a spiritual self-righteousness and claim self-glory, the possibility of blessing is destroyed. When you go to try to lift up your own self and try to make yourself holy and try to make yourself righteous, you ain't done nothing but destroying yourself. There are none holy but Jesus. Now we are his people and we allow him to clean us from our sin. All of our unrighteousness, we can come to be like Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. God's holiness is revealed in the scripture. We become like him as he is revealed to us. The Lord has to reveal himself to us. He has to reveal himself to whom he will. Everybody don't know the Lord. They may know the name of it, but amen, he has not revealed himself to everybody. To those whom be his followers must live a holy life. If you're going to be a follower of Jesus Christ, amen, you must live a holy life a saved life, a sanctified life. We don't want to talk about that too much, amen, in this age that we're living in, which is, amen, coming to a climax. The end of the world, amen, amen, is getting ready to come to a climax, but we don't want to live holy. My brothers and sisters, according to the word of God, that's the only way you will see the Lord in peace. It is to separate yourself from the world and please the Lord. God holiness, God holiness is his, his holiness alone. We appreciate it in salvation, in measure, and we share in it blessing. But we are not to soar our holiness. Our holiness is to communicate to us by God. Amen. Our holiness is to communicate to us by God. God and it is his holiness and not ours in his love. He imparts this holiness to us. It's about God communicating his holiness unto us that we can come, amen, and live holy. Are you holy tonight? Are you just acclaim Jesus as your Lord and your Savior tonight? And you have not taken the step, amen, 
or receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm going back to, amen, Isaiah at the time. He didn't know the Lord. Even he was in church, but he didn't know the Lord. Going through the riches, amen, of what church was supposed to be like, but he did not know the Lord at this time. Only when I died, he says, I saw the Lord. God's character, uh, description, in order to gain a clarity on the holiness of God, we will examine his character and his nature. We're going to see, amen, who God really is, the characteristic, amen, of God. It fails the scripture declare that God is just. First of all, God is a just God. God going to treat you right. No matter, amen, what situation it is or what you come up against, God is just. This means, amen, that he is always fair. God is fair. If we are going through something, amen, and we may not understand it, let me tell you, God is fair. He's fair. And never based on his ideal with his creation. The Apostle Paul proceeded that God is no respectable person. God don't have no respectable person. He ain't going to be better to some than he is to others. God is fair. Acts 10 and 34 Sometime, amen, I know you look up, amen, look at it, as God uh, treats some folks uh, better than he do. Uh, no, he does not. God is a fair God. The book of Revelation clearly describes, amen, the judgment of God as true and righteousness. It's going to be true. It's going to be based upon true and righteousness. And everybody. When he sent his man to his last destination, God's going to be fair. Ever what man did get, amen, he, he deserved it. God is fair. Revelation 19 and 2. In the writing in the first epistle of John, we observe that he is faithful and just. First John 1 and 9. He is faithful. And he is Jesse. He is a faithful God. He don't miss out on nothing. Then he is a just God. I'm going to pay every man according to their work. So if you see people, they man being blessed, you don't know how hard they may be working, how dedicated they may to set themselves aside for the Lord. We observe, amen, that he is faithful and just, First John 1 and 9. In this particular statement, amen, we perceive not only the fairness of our holy God, but also the forgiveness of confession, sin, to be just or fair. When we, amen, ask it, Ask him to forgive us for our sin. 
he's just and he's fair. If we ask him to forgive us for our sin, he's faithful. And he's just to forgive us for our sin. He ain't going to hold it against us if we ask him. One characteristic, amen, of the Holy God, therefore, is the fairness to all people. God is, is fair to everybody. Now, we see, amen, disaster all over the face of the earth, and we wonder, amen, why, amen, God allowed this to happen, amen, in this part of the earth, and the other things that happen in another part of the earth. God is found. He knows what he's done to all people, all nations. God is found. Even people getting mad and curse God out, but God is found. Just because it may not come my way, it doesn't mean, amen, that he's not fair. We perceive, amen, that God will, willingness to forgive, confessing sin is an act of holiness. When, amen, amen, when he forgives us of our sin, that's an act of holiness, an act of righteousness, an act of pureness. Indeed, amen. It is through amen repentance, water baptism, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost that God imparts us his nature of holiness. You got to be amen baptized, not in not in any name, but to amen, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen. You got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And then you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Speaking in another tongue as the Spirit of God give utterance. Tonight, this is Dr. Moore. Amen. Is talking to you of the holiness of God. I will continue until next week. Praise the Lord. Talking about the holiness of God, I will pick up on, amen, faithfulness, amen, of God in his word. And we love you tonight, and I pray, amen, that these words is beneficial to you. We all must be holy. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.